Welcome to Rams Revealed. Great to be back after a Thanksgiving hiatus and some understandable disruption at the facility resulting from COVID, from weather, and all that's come along with 2020. Thank you for your patience. Los Angeles is now 8-4. and four. The Rams sit atop the NFC West with four games to play. A quick turnaround for Thursday Night Football against the Patriots. So we're very appreciative of today's guest joining us on a short week. He returned from injured reserve to contribute to a 38-28 win over the Arizona Cardinals. We welcome Obo Okoronkwo to Rams Revealed. And hey, it's his first visit to the podcast, so let's give him the full introduction. He's in his third season, outside linebacker, Obonea Okoronkwo. How'd I do with that? Hey, Alton. Okay, let me try again. <laughs> Obonea Okoronkwo, any better? Let me help you. <laughs> Obonea Okoronkwo. Obonaya Okoronkwo. There you go. Yeah. All right, I'm 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 learning. That's better. Is Obo still good by you in formal? Oh, yeah, Obo's part. Yeah, that's cool. All right. How did it feel to be back in action, Obo, after missing six games? Uh, I felt really good uh, just to be back out there with the team. You know, uh, just to feel the energy out there. It, it was really fun. And Kyler was your college teammate at Oklahoma. How would you evaluate how the Rams' defense performed against him? Oh yeah, I think I think uh, we did a great job of just uh, pestering him, making him uh, very uncomfortable, making him do a lot of uh, uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic things. So it was fun. Your elbow brace was legit. <laughs> did that feel okay? Oh yeah, it, it's it's pretty comfortable. It's like custom form fitting, so it it just it's, it feels good. Wear anything like that before? Was that a first? That was definitely a first. And how about the elbow itself? Feeling good coming off the injury? Yeah, it's feeling really good, real strong. Uh, no, woke up this morning feeling great. Well, not to go a full wardrobe breakdown on you here on the podcast, but I've noticed that you and your teammates have some designs on your thigh pads this year that really show up nicely on game day. You had number 45 on each thigh pad yesterday, I saw from the video and the pictures, for example. Is that new this year with the uniforms, or did I just whiff on that in years prior? Um. Michael Brockers actually uh, got those made for me um, and for a bunch of the guys, you know, he's just a, you know, he's the leader of the team. He wanted to do something just to like, you know, just to spice it up a little bit. And he, he got it, he got them all for us. So it was really cool. Wow. And just starting here in 2020, that's a new thing for this year. Yeah. I mean, I think he had them last year and I think uh, everybody liked them and then he decided to get them for everybody. That is awesome. I've been wondering about that, and I've seen more and more of them. So thank you for sharing that bit of information uh, with us. So how do you feel, Obo, about this opportunity ahead of your team now? Four games to go, and if you win the first three, Patriots, Jets, Seahawks, you actually clinch the division in, in Week 16. But in the final quarter of this season, it's all in front of you. Yeah, um, we're definitely excited, but we're just trying to look at it week by week. You know, right now we have Thursday, we have the Patriots. You know, we don't want to look too far ahead. We just want to focus on what's in front of us of course good football answer nicely navigated there you've been well trained uh you had you have that 2018 season your rookie season right taken away by a, a broken foot suffered in otas if i remember correctly what was it wa- like to watch that super bowl run from the sideline oh uh, honestly like i it, it it would be easy to be upset about it but it was such a once in a lifetime opportunity that i was just grateful to you know just to be able to be there because a lot of guys can go their whole career and never even like come close to the Super Bowl. So the fact that I just got to be there was really, was really amazing. And as you see the Patriots for the first time since Super Bowl 53, how about that night in Atlanta specifically? Like where were you and how did you watch the game itself? Oh, I was on the sideline. Um, I watched the game 
Uh, I believe I was I was inactive that game, and I, 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 my eyes were glued to it the whole time. It was uh, a lot of people call it a boring game, but if you really like if you really like football, it was a, it was a really fun game to watch. Well, that's good. I didn't remember specifically seeing where you were taking account of you that day, but you can say you've been on the sideline for a Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully get to play in one uh, during your career at some point. Hopefully, um, hopefully you, this year. There you go. Do you sense any opportunity from your team, from your teammates, to have some get back in this game Thursday because of that Super Bowl loss to the Patriots, even though so many of the pieces are different two years later? Um. Yeah, there's been, like, just, you know – jokes here and there about it but but honestly this team doesn't need that for motivation you know we see what's in front of us and we're, we're all just really ready to make it happen yeah one big difference of course instead of tom brady who you've already seen as an organization with the buccaneers now it's cam newton and uh yesterday he became the first quarterback in nfl history oba with multiple rushing touchdowns in four games in a season um so cam newton you you probably know about his reputation but now you see in that SoFi Stadium, what's that going to be like? I mean, you know, watching Cam, like, growing up, it was really fun to watch him, you know, just how different he is than most quarterbacks. You know, he really changed He really changed the game. Um, so it's going to be fun to play against him. He's a competitor, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You're looking forward to seeing what he wears to SoFi Stadium on Thursday? <laughs> I'm sure everybody's looking forward to what he wears. <laughs> Can you rock a hat like he does? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I can do it quite like them, but, you know, I'll, try, I'll give anything a try once. <laughs> <laughs> you know, despite all the time you've missed due to injury in your career, I've always sensed that you're a fan favorite, that you're like the edge rusher Rams fans have just been waiting for to get on the field for a nice stretch of games. Do you sense that, too? Do you feel that, that they have just a tremendous amount of belief in your ability? I definitely feel the love, for sure. Uh, the social media love, um, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I it's fun having like, it's like it's never a bad thing to have people believe in you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I appreciate it. I see all of it on my Twitter. The sack and a half you had in London last year, a big reason why. I think kind of fueling that optimism and that belief. How special was that game for you? Oh, that was that was that was amazing. Um, that was my first NFL career sack. I'll never forget it. Uh, I felt like. My, my skin was on fire. It was just so, it was so like, it was such a rush. Um, and then to get one this year as well before that injury at Washington, how did it feel to kind of go back on the shelf, I guess? You've had some bumps in the road, and I imagine that's just got to get tiring, frustrating, discouraging for a professional athlete. How do you keep yourself from feeling like, oh, no, here we go again? Um, you just – uh, the, the locker room, um, the locker room, the coaches, my teammates, you know, everybody, uh, especially the, the training staff, everybody just does a good job of making you just feel included and hopeful. You know, everybody believes in you. Everybody's letting you know, like, when you get back, you know, you're going to you're gonna be doing great. You're, you're going to pick up right where you left off. You know, when you hear stuff like that every day, all that positivity, it's easy to stay positive. As an athlete, do you have to reject the notion, the label injury prone? Like, are these just a couple of things that happened to you at this moment in time? That's not necessarily a trend. Yeah, it's not a trend. No. I mean, my whole career, uh, I, I never missed a game before I got to the NFL. So, you know, I, it, you know, you can say what you want. You know, I, I just, you know, stuff happens. You know, you, it's not about what happens. It's how you react to it. So. Right. Well, here's wishing you a long stretch of health uh, beginning last Sunday against the Cardinals as you're back off of injured reserve. 
Obo, besides pure talent, and there are some truly elite defenders on this defensive roster, what do you think makes the Rams' defense special in 2020? Um, it's it's a real family. Like, you know, everybody everybody really genuinely likes each other, you know. Um, everybody's playing for each other. Uh, there's relationships outside of football on that team, you know. Uh, and that's just what makes it so so special. When we go out there, it's real, it's real it's a real family thing out there. And I I I can say like I this is a lot different than other years. This locker room is it's very close, very close knit. And I can tell from that answer you believe it translates into performance on the field between the lines. One hundred percent. Hmm. With the pretty deep rotation on the edge, specifically your outside linebacker group, how do you know when it's going to be your opportunity within a game plan? And is there a niche within that group that you feel like you uniquely uh, contribute to? Um, you never really know. Um, you have a game plan. You know what personnel are going to be like played, but you never know what what the other team is really going to do. So you just have to be ready for anything, you know. So you might think you're going to play a lot, and now you might not think you're going to play a lot. And, and to playing a lot, you know, you just have to be ready. And then from my role, I just feel like um, I just try to bring energy. You know, I try to play as, as hard as I can. Uh, you know, I just I just try to like just make something happen when, when I get the chance, you know? Yeah. Is that unpredictability a challenge coming from the Big 12 where you were the guy and you kind of knew exactly what your role and your opportunity was going to be? Um. Uh, maybe at first, but uh, now I, I I know my role pretty well, and I, I you know I, I feel like when I when I go in, I'm gonna always make the most of my opportunities. Now we, from like just like the growth from last year to this year, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, last thing, Obo, and I'd love to get into your upbringing a little bit. Part of what this podcast is all about is our audio you know, inside of the helmet and underneath the pads. And I've read that your parents were Nigerian immigrants. Is that correct? And can you fill us in on your family narrative? Oh, yeah. Um, my parents, they, they came here in their mid-20s. Um, they came to Florida. I was born in Gainesville, Florida. And then I ended up moving to Houston. I grew up in Houston. And do you have family members, siblings? Oh, yeah. I have four older sisters, one younger brother. Four older sisters and one younger brother. Okay. so. As I understand it, you didn't start playing football until your junior year of high school. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay, so you got four older sisters, and all of a sudden you decide midway through your high school career you're going to try out for football. Tell us about that well, story. Yeah, so honestly, um, one of my coaches, he was my health teacher. Um, he just would tell me all the time that, like, I was built to play football, you know, and he was just like, leave that skateboarding stuff alone. Like, <laughs> come play football. And – I, I was like, I was skeptical, you know. Um, I'd, I'd watch football. My dad's like a huge football fan. A lot of my friends are, but I never really like took part of it outside of like playing catch, like outside, you know. Um, so he kept he kept on like just asking me to come, you know, not not like trying to make me play, but just saying like just check it out. I finally came out and I ended up playing. Um, I liked it. I, I, I sucked really bad though. Um, <laughs> So um, I guess there was a game where a guy that like I played behind got hurt and like they had to play me. And I, at this at this point, nobody really knew like what, you know, what I could really do in the game. I'd only played in practice and I just started getting better. I ended up having uh, two sacks in that game. And then from there, it just I got better. Uh, you know, I just got better with time. So you were a pass rusher from the very beginning? 100 percent. 
And did that game or that junior season eventually get you some attention from the likes of Oklahoma? 100%. Well, that's incredible. What other activities? You mentioned skateboarding, I think I heard in there. Before you got into football, what else were you into as a young adult? Um, I'm, I'm, I was a little, a little artsy. I was a little nerd, you know. <laughs> I like to, uh, like, like, read and write poetry. Uh, I like to, yeah, I'm, I'm really into music, you know, so... Uh, football, like, I, at the time when I was being introduced to it, it was like, it was a little different for me to be aggressive like that, you know, but, but it ended up being working out <laughs> pretty fine. So really, your first introduction to sports, it sounds like, football, right? You weren't like playing soccer on the side or running track nothing, and field or anything? Nothing like, nothing, I guess, organized. Nothing organized. That's amazing. Have you kept up the reading and the poetry? Is that still a part of your day-to-day life? Time to time. I might on the plane or in the hotel before a game, you know, we're just, we have downtime. Good for you. That's really awesome. You know, I, I see, I hear some similarities with uh, Samson Abukam's story. I wonder if you've bonded over some shared experiences with your family history. Me, me and Samson, like, we're like, we're like a, like a reflection of each other as far as like how we grew up. It's it's crazy. We're all, we're only a week apart, uh, and our birthdays also. And we're from the same tribe in Nigeria. It's it's crazy. That's remarkable. So he went to the Pacific Northwest. His family to Portland, if I remember, and you said Florida to Houston, where there's a large Nigerian population as well. Yes, sir. That's remarkable. You know, Samson put me onto some great Nigerian food, by the way. Really. Yeah, he, my wife he, I, he, he showed me some. I didn't really like it that much. <laughs> really? Locally here I, in L.A.? Yeah, I told him he needs to come to Houston with me. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, we had, let's see, it was a, a jollof rice combo. Am I saying oh, that correctly? Okay. Mm-hmm. Jollof rice. Meat. Yeah, and then obviously the, the fufu. Um, mm-hmm. How'd you like the dolby? Like staple. Um, I loved it. Like, I, I'm it all chewy, right? Chewy, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, more so than than steak or something would be. But <laughs> yeah, I'm, in, sure. I'm into that alternate beef stuff, whether it's you know bison or lamb or uh, goat. I mean, outside of the United States, like you can tell people, like goat is super popular, right? Mm-hmm, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. All right, well, I'm looking forward to uh, to breaking bread with you sometime soon when we can all get back together. And I appreciate this opportunity to get to know you better, Ovo, and for our audience to to get to know you as a person, as a poet, as a skateboarder, <laughs> and as an edge rusher. Uh, wish you all the success on Thursday night at SoFi against the Patriots and certainly in this stretch run. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. And to our audience, thanks as always for listening. If you want to get us a uh, Christmas present, all we'd ask for is a review before you get on with your day. Remember Rams and Patriots Thursday night at SoFi Stadium. For Oboe, Rudy, Jory, Jamie, I'm JB Long. This is Rams Review.